This is Matt from The Man Cave. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching with your daily devotion for February the 13th. I hope you're having a great day. Hey, today we're going to be in the book of Isaiah. We're in chapter 28, and we're going to be looking at verse 15. Listen to these words. It says this, you boast. Friends, boasting is not good, but it says this about this person. You boast. Here's what they're boasting about. We have struck a bargain to cheat death and have made a deal to dodge the grave. The coming destruction can never touch us, for we have built a strong refuge made of lies and deception. Friends, what hey, does that mean? Well, let me tell you a story before we go over the text. Normally, I film around this area, okay? But yesterday, I was filming over there. And when I say over there, there's a park over there, and it has some great backdrops, okay? But I noticed right where, I, listen very carefully, right where I'm standing here was a huge production crew, like movie theater production. And they had this chair sitting exactly exactly where I'm standing right now. A beautiful chair that would be in your living room. Very expensive from the looks of it. And there was a man sitting in it. Now over here where you can't see, again, was this? there must have been like three or four people with cameras. There was this gigantic crane-like thing with the camera going up and down. And they had all these people holding all these reflectors so the sun would hit this person just right. And I was like, wow, what's going on? Then that was one shot. Another shot, they went way over here behind me and it, it was a husband and wife and they were elderly okay and they were looking unto the mountains holding each other now they just stood there now what was crazy is this guy with the camera would run in circles around them like this and he's filming around them in the front of them and around them just kept on doing around them and they must have done that 20 different times but he just had his hand on her looking into the sunset okay and I finally caught on what was going on this was their last will and testament this was the final words that they were going to speak to their loved ones, to their children, to their friends. And friends, here's the thing. While I was sitting over there, I had filmed a couple devotionals, okay? I like to keep up, get, be up a couple, two or three ahead, okay? And all of a sudden, I was about to do a devotion, and my heart was filled with such sorrow. It was almost as if God allowed me to feel what He was feeling. And what I mean by that is, here's the thing. God's heart breaks for people who are not saved, for people who have rejected his son to our text today. There are those people who have come up in their mind what they think is going to happen after death, okay? I, I think I'm just going to die and I'm never going to be, uh, I'm never going to exist. A lot of people think they're going to be reincarnated. I'm going to die and I'm going to come back as another person and the mistakes I made in this life, I'll have to make up for them in the new body, being a, a girl or a boy or whatever you came back as, okay? Friends, none of those things are true. A lot of people, they think they're going to cheat death because they've come up and they believed a false religion or they're part of a cult. And within this cult, okay, it's a cult based on my good will outweigh my bad. Or everyone goes to heaven. And, and friends, that is just not the truth. And the Word of God tells us that over and over Friends, you and have to realize again. Jesus talked about the reality of hell double what he ever mentioned about heaven. I mean, he talked two to one, okay, always warning people. And why is that? Because God loves you. God has done everything. Listen, God hasn't done 90% and he's leaving the 10% to you. He has, it's not a 50-50 deal. God has done everything. And since he's done everything, he requires that you do it his way. And I just want to put a question out there. What if you're wrong? Listen very carefully. This man was sitting in this chair. And here's the thing. I, I just didn't have the opportunity. And I didn't feel led by the Lord to come over and talk to him. Okay? And here's the thing. We have to be led by the Lord. But here's the thing. What if you're wrong? And what if he was wrong about what's going to happen after he dies? What if the belief system you have is false? 
And let's say 100% what I'm speaking about Christianity is true. And you have added unto your life something that God has said no to. Friends, God loves people. He absolutely adores them. But he cannot compromise his character and let everyone just slip into heaven because he's a God of love. It just doesn't work like that because he is a God of justice. He is a righteous judge. And here's the thing. It hurts him. And just like I said, I was over there and I felt so much remorse. I had so much sorrow in my heart. I just couldn't figure it out. I couldn't even film anymore. And I was just sitting over there and I was reading my Bible. And I was praying. Finally, I said, hey, Trace, we're going to have to put up the camera. Okay, let's play Frisbee. And I couldn't even do that. And I kept on playing Frisbee and I kept on turning back and looking at these people over here. Okay, this is the end of their life. I mean, they're, they're, they're speaking words to those loved ones. And here's the thing. If they don't have it right, they're going to go directly to hell. And again, there are those people that say, I just don't believe in hell. I mean, there's cults out there that just absolutely deny the reality of hell. Even though Jesus said it was absolutely true and he talked about it an awful lot and they think it's just not true. But again, when we look at these people who have died on the operating table, they've been in a sudden accident, whether it's a car crash or something happened at work. And here's the thing, they're dead. They're absolutely certifiably dead, okay? And the surgeon's working on them. The ER staff is just doing everything they can to pump fluids them, to sew them up, to do this and this, and sometimes some of them come back. And when they come back, many of them, listen very carefully, many of them give a testimony. What are they giving a testimony of? Of what hell is like, meaning this, they went down towards hell, okay? They didn't pass the gates, but they got close enough to hell to realize, oh my goodness, it's real. Hell, but it's See, true reality that there is a hell. And friends, YouTube is filled with these people. Now, some of them, here's the thing, I'll give the benefit of the doubt, some of them are quacks. Oh, they're absolute quacks. They just want people to watch their video, okay? But the, you can tell the ones that are crying. I mean, they can't stop bawling and stop crying. And they're telling you about the horrors of, of Satan and, and of hell and how dark it is and hopeless it is and how they are so scared, scared beyond belief. And, and they're just, they, they just, it's, it's more than they can handle. But here's the thing, that's what and it is. And a lot it's, of people, they think, well, I'm a good guy. Again, you're going back to the theology that my good will outweigh my bad. But that just isn't the case. And here's the thing. Let's say a man murders someone. He's standing here on this earth before an earthly judge. The judge is about to sentence him, okay? He's admitted, I'm a murderer. I did it, okay? And the judge said, is there anything you want to say before uh, I sentence you? What if the person who murdered the person says this, uh, listen, I'm a good guy. I had a bad day that day, and I decided to shoot that person in the head and put two in the stirrum. Okay, tap, 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 just like that. I, 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 I you know. And, but listen, I'm a good guy. Um, I, ha I help my neighbors sometimes to bring in groceries. They're elderly. Um, I, I donate money to the Salvation Army. I, I sometimes will serve once a year, uh, only once a year, but I serve at a soup kitchen. Okay, and he goes over all these things. What if the judge says, you do all those things? Man, let's just forget about the murder. Your good outweighs your bad. You got five good and one bad here. I'm just going to let you go. What kind of judge would that be? Friends, that wouldn't be a good judge at all. But here's the thing. God the Father is a perfect judge. It's not going to slide. My sins will not slide before Almighty God. I, I have to have them taken care of. I can't take care of them. No matter how much good I do in this life, and, and I'm always trying to help people, no matter what I do in this life, I cannot pay off my sin debt to Almighty God. But 
He sent his only begotten that's son. That's why Jesus, God the Father and God the Son agreed, I'm coming. I'm going to come to earth. Okay. Here's the thing. He was Jesus was robed in glory. He took off all those glory. He took off all that majesty. Okay. And, and he was placed inside of Mary. Okay. He grew like you and I. That's why we call him the Son of God. He's always existed. It's just there's a time and a point in time. You know what I'm saying? We would know it as Christmas where we celebrate the birth of Christ because he is entered into humanity. He wasn't always human. Okay. He's been always God, but he was placed in humanity. Are, are you with me on that? And so he lived a perfect life, never sinned, fulfilled the letter of the law. But evil men crucified him. And so, friends, when he died, our sins were placed upon him. It's the most well, friends, amazing the thing. Bible talks it. about the perfect Lamb of God, okay? The ultimate sacrifice, the perfect sacrifice, once and for all. It's talking about Jesus Christ. My sins were placed upon Him on the cross, okay? Now, since He didn't sin, what do I get out of the deal? His righteousness, right standing with God, meaning His perfection, is applied to my life. That's when I have faith in Jesus Christ, what's given to me. It's not my good deeds, it's His righteousness. His right standing with God has been applied. We've switched. We've traded. He's taken my sins. I've taken his perfection. And friends, here's the thing. That's what it takes to get to heaven. Perfection, not one sin. So let's say one of you, I know there's people out there and they do. They say this, I'm a good guy, Matt. I do all these good things. Right. I, and I'm not doubting you according to man's standards. But in God's eyes, according to God's law, you have sinned and you come, you fall short of the glory of God. So what does God do again? God sends his son. And if a person rejects that, what they're saying in their heart without saying is, I've made a deal with death. Because everybody knows if the Lord does not come back and get us, here's the thing, we are going to die sooner or later. But it just seems like these people, they think I have an arrangement. These people that were out here, they, they've come up within their mind, and I can't tell you what their arrangement is, but here's the thing, I have them staring over here at the mountains and saying some really nice things into the camera. And what they, what they paid for probably cost them $10,000. They had makeup artists out here. They had everybody. They had. They probably had 10 or 15 people out there. And this guy, they kept on moving his chair just an inch this way and an inch this way. And they kept on going up there with the light. And here's the thing. This is his life. But here's the thing. If he dies without Jesus Christ, it doesn't matter how much good he's done. He will fall short of the glory of God, and he's going to burn in hell. And friends, there are, that's why Paul says, listen very carefully. That's why Paul says to work out your salvation with fear and trembling, okay? Work it out, meaning this. Know that you know that you know that you're saved. And I go back to that question. What if you're wrong? What if you're wrong in your belief system? Let me ask you this. What's the deal that you've made? I mean, one day you're going to die. If you get in a car wreck, you're going to die. If you have a heart attack, you're going to die. You know what I'm saying? What is the deal that you've made? Have you made a deal? God says this. I am the deal. <laughs> he says, it is my way, no other way. I mean, he's very exclusive. That's why people get so mad at Christianity, because they, everyone likes to blend all these religions. I'll take a little bit of this and a little bit of that, and I'll be covered. No, you, you're not covered, okay? God says, it's my way alone. Don't add anything to it. And if you do, you're out, okay? And, and so what is the deal? If you're wrong, what is it going to cost you, okay? For, friends, that's what you really need to think about. And here's the thing. Everybody has the right to believe what they want to believe, okay? The people that were here yesterday, they absolutely have the right 
to believe what they... I'm not going to... God is never going to jam the gospel down your throat and make you take it. That's why he gave free will. But the reason he gave free will in the Garden of Eden was this, so people could choose to love him freely. God doesn't have to force people to love him. That's why he gave free will in the beginning. Because everyone's always says, why did God give free will? Why did sin enter the world? Why is there sickness and death and all these calamities? It's because of sin. Okay, why, well, why did God allow it? He allowed it because he wanted to give free will because he wanted people to love him freely. But in that same freedom, they can choose God or they can reject God. They can choose God's way or they can reject God's way. They can make their own decision and how they think they're going to get to heaven, okay, by work theology. And 90% of it is work theology or they can accept what Jesus did on the cross fully and Him alone. Friends, it really is up to you. I'm not beating you up, but I want you to know if you're wrong, what is it going to cost you? And I'm, I'm here to tell you exactly. It's going to cost you everything. It's going to cost you eternity. You will spend eternity in hell because there is no deal outside of Jesus Christ. He's the deal. That's it. Friends, I'm here to tell you sometimes people don't get the opportunity to have a film crew come up and sit in a chair and talk to their loved ones. Sometimes their life is taken away just that quick and it's over. And just like the story of the rich man and a person named Lazarus in the Bible, Lazarus was ushered off by angels, but the rich man, he opened his eyes and he found himself in hell and in torment, okay? Friends, you don't want that, okay? There is no other arrangement other than what God has written in His Word. That's the deal, okay? It's His way or it's no way, okay? You have to take God seriously. You have to because here's the thing. There is no, God's a God of love. He would never send anyone to hell. No, you're sending yourself to hell because you rejected what He provided that cost Him so dearly. Listen to me. What did it cost him? It cost him himself. It cost him his son. You're rejecting that. And so when that point comes in God and it's time for you to leave this earth, here's the thing. You either have a relationship with Jesus Christ where it's, it's vibrant, it's real, where you're talking to Him every morning, you're praying to Him, you're reading the Bible, meaning this, it's between Him and you. It's not ceremony. It's not ritual. It's not you going through the motions. It's not you doing a checklist. It's not you going to church and feeling good and, and think, I got that over with, okay? It's none of those things. It is a personal relationship where you are communicating with God every single day and you're building a relationship and you're knowing the ways of God and the things that you do, they're, you're doing them because you want to bring glory to your King, to your Lord, to your Savior. You love God. No one makes it to heaven that doesn't love God. And here's the thing. I'm just asking if you haven't made that decision that you will make that decision. Look at your life like Paul said. Work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Make sure that you know that you're saved. And friends, there is nothing wrong with doing that. Checking, checking everything. Lord, am I right with you? Cry out to God. Lord, examine me like you examined David. Look and see if there's any wickedness in me. Am I saved? Am I truly belonging to you? And here's the thing. If you have a heart for God and you humble yourself in the sight of the Lord, friends, he says he'll lift you up. He will confirm to you that you have. He says, my sheep hear my voice. Wait, I hope this helped you out. This is Matt from the Man Cave.